No kidding. That just now just popped onto Twitter. This is Al just told me some uh, breaking NFL news. So it might have been about 15 minutes ago or so. Adam okay. Schefter puts out uh, Chris Godwin, torn ACL, done for the year. Wow. Wow. I mean, look, this is so – I don't want to say it because it's injuries and that's bad karma. Yep. There, these things – everything's kind of starting to break towards the Rams, Al. It, it's they get this game postponed. You get to see Arizona, and all of a sudden you got a chance to control your own. All of these different things. The Packers uh, look maybe not vulnerable, but they don't look unbeatable. Yeah, Dallas is whatever. Arizona's going the wrong way. Tampa just had a catastrophic oh. injury. Tampa looked terrible last night. It's kind of coming up Rams all of a sudden. Well, I, I don't know. Mike I, Evans is week to week. This happens. This is not uncommon in sports. Let's use the Dodgers as a good example. Right there were moments during the Dodgers season where it's like really again. Yeah. Wait a minute. Did this just that's come a great on? Point. Max Muncie. Wait a minute. Kershaw's out, so he's out for the rest of the way. Um, At it, some point, it's just you can't over. You can overcome one, maybe two, and one in a million years, three. But once you get into four, five, six, like what but do you there want was, to do but here? there was a feeling of, you know what? It's just not their year. Right. And I think that would happen. That. You know, you got more familiar with that. And by the way, Lakers are not that far off from last season as well when they kept having their injuries and it was a wait for the playoffs, wait for the playoffs. And then AD goes out in the playoffs. Um, this, in a sense, you know, look, for the Rams as well, uh, Woods being out for the season, you had a quick second where you're thinking to yourself, I don't know, can they recover from this? How are they going to recover? But in the last just week and a day, damn. It's just a crazy time in the league, and that's that's a devastating it's one a, for Tampa. It's a perfect example. Like, think about it. Robert Woods, gone for the season. DeAndre mm-hmm. Hopkins, gone through the end of the regular season at least. We'll at least. see whether or not he comes back for the postseason. Um, Chris Godwin, torn ACL, that's, that's done for the season. That's done for most of next season, potentially, as well. That... Of all those things, the Rams seem the most adaptable to overcome that. And I, you heard me say it a million times. Robert Woods is the, the heartbeat of this Rams team. He's an incredibly important player. But all of a sudden, OBJ is in the house. And by the way, getting better week to week to week. And it seems like Matthew Stafford kind of rediscovered some mojo. That They're running the ball with Sony Michelle. Aaron Donald went to that whole – it's just timing is everything in this stuff. Yeah, that's. Uh, I just saw that pop at the feed. So, anyways, that's why I read it. Okay, so I want to read a quick tweet here. The kind of going back to what we talked about a second ago. This is from uh, Anthony, and he says, "For Cup to grab a couple of votes, he needs over a hundred catches or a hundred receiving yards per game for the rest of the season. And he needs one big beast mode catch and run that'll really set off some bell with the voters." Okay, I don't disagree, Anthony. But here's the here's the thing: he does that every week. Maybe not the catch-and-run beast mode thing, but the run that he had last week was extraordinary. He catches 10 balls a game. He catches 100 yards a game. What was it? Nine games in a row where he's had more than 90 yards. Only two other guys in the history of the league have done that. Like, what you're suggesting, 100, okay, he's done it all season Mm -hmm. long. This is not, hey, you know, Matthew Stafford to win the MVP. He's throw for 500 yards and five. That's not going to happen. What he just described is very possible. You know what's interesting that's going to come out tomorrow? Um... It's going to be a tough game against Seattle. I, I really actually believe that. I, I, do I don't too. think this is going to be one of those games. You know, it's easy for us to kind of sit back right now and say, wow, look at everything just broke for the Rams. And um, it's a tough game tomorrow. If if the Rams think they're walking in, it's a cakewalk against Seattle tomorrow. You said that there's still even a glimmer of hope for the Seahawks. They're not out. They're, they're in deep trouble, but they're One, not two out. in a row, but they're not out. Right. So. It's it's already a tough game because it's Seattle. It's already a tough game because it's a divisional rival. Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson. 
it's already a tough game for all those reasons. And, you know, if you get a little bit too cocky and a little too confident, you might be sitting in the fourth quarter, game tied at Dog 20 fight. to 20, you know, something along those lines, and it's anybody's game. So tomorrow will be an interesting – a lot of things went the Rams' way over the last week, and we'll see tomorrow if they're able to capitalize on it or not because everything we just said means nothing you're right. if they lose tomorrow. You're, you're ab- And by the way, there are no easy games in the NFL, no, there especially isn't. at the end of the season. Maybe Jacksonville. <laughs> that might be it. That might be the one. How about Houston putting it on them? It, 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 what a disaster. Anyway, topic for a different day. Yeah. Here's what's going on. Week this week, the the week that we're currently in for the NFL, week fifteen is still taking place. It started last Thursday, Chiefs and Chargers That's at right. SoFi. Right. Okay. That was the first game of week One fifteen. Of the biggest celebrations right after the Chiefs right after my Chiefs won, I went to a ramen place <laughs> next to me and just kind of sat back and enjoyed it. Just soaked it all in. Absolutely. Yeah. So then we got Thursday. Yep. Had one game on Saturday because one got postponed. Yep. Had a full slate of games yesterday. We're gonna have two today. We're gonna have two tomorrow. I understand that the reason we've had five days, week 15 has had five separate days where they've played NFL games. Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. I get, let me say it again. I get it. This is extenuating circumstances because of COVID protocols that you just didn't have enough players. However, these games are going to get played. They're going to play again on Thursday. They're going to play again on Saturday, Sunday, and Monday again next week. Could we, if, if, what we're seeing right now works, and the play is close enough to what we've become accustomed to. I don't know if we wouldn't see a time where we're seeing NFL football five nights a week. Because when they – Thursday, remember, once in a blue moon, you get a Thursday game. Yeah. And then it became every week from the beginning of the season. It's become very – we watch that game, Al. We watch that game. It rates really well. We watch that game. Tuesday, we're going to have football on Tuesday yeah. afternoon. What if the Rams and the Seahawks rate really well? We're yep. going to get the Raiders this afternoon. What if that game rates really well? Why wouldn't the NFL say, you know what we're going to do? Yep. We're going to play five days a week. Here's what you have to stop doing right out the gate. And this is uh, a perfect example. You've already told me this, right? I already signed up for the timeshare. Shut up. Don't say anything else, <laughs> right? I already they signed up yes, for stop it. Stop talking. Yeah, because once now you're, now you're going through, I already signed the paperwork, and now you're talking about all the other great amenities. It's like, stop. You don't got to sell me on more NFL football a few more days a week and you're spreading out some of those games. You know, that's kind of the beauty with all these other sports, right? Major League Baseball, again, six days a week. Six and a half. Okay, but you're getting your same team six and a half days a week. The Mm -hmm. NBA, three to four days a week, the Lakers are going to play, right? That's going to happen. What makes the NFL so unique is we end up watching games of teams we have no affiliation to. I, I'm not watching it's the Baltimore like Orioles take on the Cleveland Indians. I'm not going to watch that. Guardians. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> but you know what I am watching? I'll watch the Ravens and the Browns. Yeah. I will watch that game. Of course. I don't know why I'm watching that game, but I am watching it. Because so, there's not a many of them. That, it's as simple as that. The, the Guardians, by the way, still sounds weird, and yeah. the Orioles, they're going to play each other 20 times a year. What do I care? I don't have to see it tonight. It's going to be on the night after that and the night after that. But this is this is different. There's one caveat to this. You said this earlier. Yeah. It's not every single week. Wait a little. Find out what the games are because if it's more of a flex schedule thing, if it's more, hey, we don't start doing this until week 10, week 11. Maybe now, later I think, than that. Maybe you wait till you get to December. December because, because 1st is how many games? December. Well, you basically got it's like week six 12? or seven games. Well, six games would put you in week 12. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you do that, 
now all of a sudden the games mean something. Even if it's games like the Colts and the Titans. you know the Steelers, it's right. all right. We'll watch those of games. Titans Titan a good example. Of course we will. But if you, I think if you do it all season and they're really bad games from the get go, I don't know how crazy I am about I, that. I, I think you're right. When we were talking about this this morning, I think your my idea with your tweak, I think is the solution, which is more football during the week. And look, you're not going to play a bunch of two o'clock games. That doesn't serve anybody. But no, you're not. More, fi- not more five o'clock games yeah, is not a bad game. idea. Right, because and and you'd have to probably add a second bye week, which feels like it might be coming anyway, mm-hmm. because you're going to have to you you can't have guys play on Wednesday, turn around and play on Sunday, but you could have them turn around and play on a Wednesday or a Tuesday and have them play on the following Monday. Yeah. You're going to have to have some off days. See how easy this is for us? Like we don't, yeah, we're just sitting back here, so sitting in a chair talking sports, and we're like, no, my no? body's fine, I could do this. Who says no? There's one um, answer to that. The but players. I, right. Yeah, the players association. When was the last time the players got what they wanted? Right right around never in the NFL? This one might be – this would be a tougher putt, I think, because it's all going to come down to how much rest do you have in between games. Mm-hmm. And if you can't accomplish that goal, I think that's where it gets a little more challenging, but there's probably solutions to that. But they have short weeks anyway. What's mm-hmm. the difference? So instead of you playing one short week a, a year, we have you play two, right? And we'll give you – this will give you a point on the TV deal or whatever it might no be. No fan is going to say no. To well, that's five the, that's the million dollar question. Well, I think I don't even think you got to go five. Go four days a week. Go yeah, four. I, well, we're four, at four. I think we're at four for a good portion of the year already. Thursday, Sunday, Monday. That's Saturday. Saturday you get comes very, in. Very, very. You got You're going to have another midweek spot, whether it's a yeah. Tuesday or a Wednesday. I, I don't know. That extra bye week helps a lot. And and look, the money. If the money's flowing, the question I think is. And you, you said it. I, I've got your signature on the timeshare. I think the question is, does there come a point where I don't need to see this? I can't watch it every night. When Thursday first popped off, it was, I don't know if I need it. It worked. When they went to 17 games, well, what makes the NFL so good is the scarcity of the product. There's yep. only 16 games. you got to catch everyone. Okay, they added a seven. It doesn't feel like we stopped watching any of this. At some point, there's a tipping point. I would assume, hey, you can't have they, – they've turned the NFL – into an 11-month season. There's not always games, but there's training camp, there's draft, there's combine. Really, the only month we don't have college or, or NFL, NFL football is June. That's really the only time we don't have it. Mm-hmm. Every other month is covered with NFL football. What's more games? So we had a great Monday night game, a great Thursday night game. I thought a really good Saturday night game. The Sunday night game obviously wasn't that special, but uh, we've had some good games. Okay, today's stat hero of the day. Got to get back to the NBA. We're going to talk some Lakers basketball. By the way, if you're a Laker fan out there and you're driving around and you want to help Travis and I figure out uh, what the next four weeks, six weeks, eight weeks is going to look like for the Lakers, 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-ESPN. Stat hero of the day, LeBron James is the third player in NBA history with at least 2,000 steals, and a thousand blocks since the stats became official, joining a couple guys. I don't know if you've heard of Carl Malone and Hakeem Olajuwon. I'm unfamiliar with their work. He Soccer had players? Two blocks last night. They're tennis players. <laughs> uh, Stat Hero, the exclusive Daily Fantasy app partner of the Travis and Sliwa show. Stat Hero is the first ever Daily Fantasy sports book that gives the player the advantage. Go to stathero.com slash 710 ESPN for a 100% deposit match. Listening to you read that about LeBron, you know what it made me think of? What we just talked about with Kobe a few minutes ago, how you know, this day 12 years ago, this day 14 years ago, 19 years ago, there's always a day where Kobe did something bananas. LeBron's going to be the same way. 
where you can go back and in this day, 10 years, 12, he's just, he's done so many things where only he's done it that we're going to be doing this for 30 years. For him too, it's more where he ranks in all these different categories. It defies explanation. He's eighth in assists all time. He's third all time in scoring. What do you mean? No, you got to do one or the other. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Right. What do you can't you can't be he's going to end up in his career if he ends up passing Kareem, right? Let's just say he just stays where he is. Do you think that that's anything other, if I, Do you think that's anything other than a lock? Cuz he's going to. Anything can happen. I, I understand, anything but can but is that, what he's he got to average like 22 over yeah, the next couple of seasons. It's not crazy. It's not like he's got to get 30 a game it's for not 3 seasons. It's crazy, but you also got to just take into consideration where he is, right? 37 um but what what's when the dust settles, he'll be top 5 in assists. And he'll be top 3. He's already top 3 in scoring. <laughs> like that alone to me is I don't even understand what the next next conversation is. How do the Lakers get through the next four weeks? At least six weeks, at maybe least something like without that. Without yeah. AD, that's next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. I haven't given up. But We're freaking I, fighters over but here. But I don't know how much I believe either. We're fighters. It could be both. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep swimming to shore. Like I fell off the boat in the middle of the ocean. Yeah. I'm gonna keep swimming. I'm not gonna give up. I'm no, not you're just not. gonna swing, you're sink just to the bottom. Sinking down to the bottom. But I don't think I'm gonna make it to Hawaii. Either. There's a life jacket. There could be a life jacket. We, no, we haven't even looked in no, the, the boat. whole boat. The whole boat's on IR. Every, everybody's everybody's over there. They're in protocols or IR. It's it's a tough weekend. How about it by really the way? Was. How about that? You got. Uh, Travis and Sleeva Show is brought to you by Goodyear. With you every mile of the road to greatness, Goodyear more driven. Travis, how about that? You had six Laker players in health and safety protocols. You had Anthony Davis, uh, the MCL sprain. He's out for four weeks. You had Coach Vogel that is texting halftime adjustments to uh, David Fisdale. That's just another day in the office for not just the Lakers. This is the entire NBA. Right. So let, let me, you know, they didn't have Zach Levine yesterday. The Chicago Bulls didn't. They missed two games had postponed. Um, so this is the first game they've played in eight days. And that's the state of the NBA. Giannis, Kevin Durant, James Harden, Trey Young, Kyrie Irving. Go down the list of every Almost good NBA player. Nobody's like, playing. Yeah. Well, this is unfortunately, I think, the new phase of this whole thing. We, we've been, I, I, I'm done saying, oh, it's, we're going to go back to normal. We're going to do this. I don't know. I don't think. I don't think anybody has any idea what's coming next. And we clearly, You're right we've, about we've, that. we've tried yeah. everything, and nothing seems to really kind of put an end to this whole stuff. So, this does kind of feel like how it's going to be, right? That. You're down, I'm down, and and we're just okay. Pull a guy up for a week or two, or or a day or two, or however long it might be. Because sometimes they like LeBron, test positive. Up, oh, no, he's back, and he's mm-hmm. he missed one game. Mm-hmm. So I think you're just Westbrook got test positive, right. and then didn't right miss back. a game and he's, came he's back. He's right back. Yeah. I think you're just kind of going to muscle through all this stuff, right? Because the games need to be played, especially in basketball. Like football 
hey, listen, for a week, we can juggle this. We can throw a game on a Tuesday, make it up the following Monday. We'll survive. Basketball, if you have a week that goes, hey, Ryan, you're chasing it the rest of the year. You did, there's just too many games. You play three times, three and a half times a week. There's just not enough days to get back to all these other places. It's going to have to be like this. So I thought about this, and we'll get into the Lakers over the weekend. They're sitting at 16 and 15. They got Phoenix tomorrow, Brooklyn coming up on Saturday. But I was thinking about this this morning, and even last night. Is the NBA doing this the right way? I mean, is is this what you want? Do you want your product right now to have – uh, to be a shell of what the product's supposed to be. Let me give you an is example. Is it that bad? Is it a shell of it? I mean, it, it doesn't look like a college basketball game. It's better than that. <laughs> there, there were some. Okay, not every team's in this situation, but there were some screenshots going out for <laughs> starting all, lineups yeah, yesterday, okay? Great. And it was like the Knicks versus whoever. And I'm like, I recognize one or two names off both <laughs> of those an teams. NBA guy. And I love the NBA. <laughs> right. um, it is kind of getting that bad and and this is one of the solutions that the NBA put right there one of the solutions that the NBA had was if you got two players out with COVID protocols you have to find one player to replace you add a mm -hmm. player to your roster if you have three guys out now you have to find two players and they don't care who you're going to go to your G League guys go find guys that haven't been in the league in a while grab Isaiah Thomas who played one G League game and then instantly you know gets thrown into the mix and is a starter yesterday for the Lakers they need him right now i know but yeah. they don't they don't care i'm not telling you i have a solution but they obviously the product is not the top priority right now the top priority is clear the games get these in we don't want to have 25 games we got to make up in the NBA right. where we're juggling and postponing all right. these games, get them in. And again, I'm not telling you I have a solution for it, but it does make you think for a second, are they doing the right thing? If you're a, if you're a fan that went and choice. bought tickets and now on you know Tuesday against the Suns, you're missing all these players or whatever the case I, is. Look, you're, everything you said is right. But this, I think for the fans, and look, you and I are fans, and we, we go to games and we understand the value of spending your own money on these tickets. It's expensive to go yeah, to these games. I get it. I, I truly, deeply understand it. Um, and if you think you're buying an NBA game and you're getting some weird NBA G League hybrid, sure. it would be disappointing. Mm -hmm. The other side of this is if they keep playing these games, the people in these buildings keep working. Yep. The people that work for these teams keep working. The people that are trying to put this entire you know you and I are looking at this from a perspective of the Lakers or if you're a Clipper fan you're looking at it as a Clipper whatever it might be they're trying to get 30 teams to the to the finish line and if I pull these guys off for a week and I pull second team off for a week and all of a sudden the, the schedule just doesn't work anymore there's just no more time I got to close this building for a week because it just you just got to kind of hit the gas and muscle through it and if some people buy some tickets to games that aren't exactly what they thought I hate it, but that's kind of the price of doing business. It's kind of one of those, we all live in the world now. We all know what's going on. What you think you're getting and what you might get might be very different by the time that day comes. It's just the reality of it. And we're in a, a spike right now, NHL, NBA, NFL. All mm -hmm. these games are getting either postponed, canceled, moved, whatever it might be. You just kind of have to go in with your eyes open. And I hope everybody gets to see everybody, but I don't know what the answer is. You can't just say, Stop. Mm -hmm. You can't cancel the games. There's too much money at stake. What do you do? Okay, so so and by the way, you're right about that. There is no solution. If there was a solution, this is the closest thing they could find to a solution. So Lakers had a three game road trip. So now they're gonna come back for a three game homestand. You squeak you squeak by against the Dallas Mavericks, you win in overtime. 
You need some luck to get Thank there. Goodness, by the way, right? Wayne Ellington hits a jumper at the you know at the end of regulation. Then Austin Reeves does what he does. Um, okay, then you go and play the Minnesota Timberwolves on Friday night. Not a game. You know, this Got is another one of again. those where Carl Anthony Towns is bullying people. D'Angelo Russell looks good. Minnesota Timberwolves without Anthony Edwards, right. who had 38 points uh, the game before against the Denver Nuggets. Minnesota is now 500. Blah blah blah. So you lose two games against Minnesota Timberwolves. On top of that game, you have Anthony Davis leave in the first quarter with an ankle injury, retapes it, comes back. Leave again in the third quarter, MCL sprain. They announced on Saturday that he's out. They're going to reevaluate him in four weeks, which doesn't tell me he's back. Reevaluate is the key word, right? Yeah. Not he will return. How in is four he progressing? Weeks. We'll look at it again in four weeks. We'll look at it again in four weeks. So that means that at minimum he's going to miss 15 games. Travis in at 16 and 15. They've already had difficulty throughout the season with LeBron, without LeBron. With Anthony Davis, without Anthony Davis, and with all three together, without all th- or you know one other part versions of, that, of it that I would like to throw in there. They've played a relatively easy schedule to this point. They're, they're, the opponents that they've had through thirty games, they have not played the Suns a ton. They've not played the Warriors. They have not gone played the Jazz. They have not played the the really good teams that yep. you're going to have to beat in the playoffs. We haven't seen them play Brooklyn yet. We haven't seen them play Philly yet. These teams that are good, Milwaukee, they've played once. They they haven't really gone through the meat grinder part of the schedule that's coming that they've played who they've played and they are where they are i think it's it's almost a little misleading because while they are a 500 team they're a 500 team against the bottom half of the nba that's the really scary part so if you're one of those where i think i fall more into this category i fall into the category of it's looked bad no one's here trying to make an argument that this team, there's just going to be a switch that gets turned on and all of a sudden everything's going to change. But you also understand, okay, you got a lot of games left. Can you maybe figure this thing out? The one thing that the Lakers won't have the luxury of doing is having their full squad and seeing, let me just use it as an example, if Palenka's looking at this because you know he is and LeBron James is looking at this because you know he is and saying to themselves, Look, we don't care if we can improve by three, four games by the by the halfway point. We got a shot against these against the Suns and the Warriors and Brooklyn and Milwaukee, or do we not have a shot with the team that we have? That's kind of the challenge the Lakers are going to have here. Trade deadline's not until February 10th, I think is the date. Mm-hmm. We could be sitting here where Anthony Davis is back by then. He's not back by then. Whatever you know, scenario that plays out, um, really tough position for the Lakers to be in, and it's. You know, unfortunately, unfortunately, as the season has progressed, it's almost looked more bleak rather than time is on our side. Well, yeah. So I'm going to channel some positivity here. I'm going to try very hard. Okay? okay. And let's just say that the Lakers were trending in the right direction. Okay. They, they weren't. But let's just be optimistic. Say, hey, look, it did look, you know, with AD and Russell and, and LeBron together, it did look a little bit better when they were on because they had a little bit more time together. Right. LeBron had finally come back. Um, Russ is Russ has been an Iron Man. He plays every night. But AD is back, et cetera, et cetera. OK. This is still another month, at least, that's going to come off the books where they're not all together, where you're not, where you're not ironing those kinks out. Where you're right you're not about that. Smoothing the corners off of, hey, you know, okay, when AD Russ and LeBron play together, this doesn't work, but this really does. Let's do more of this and less of that. You're getting less time in the lab, for lack of a better word, to figure out how these guys do play well together. It's another because how many times have you heard me on Monday? Well, another week went by. They're still 500. Well. 
fast. We're going to say another month went by and we still haven't been in the lab. I think you said this last week and I think it's the best case scenario. The best case scenario right now before they make any deals or coaching changes or anything else that may or may not happen is I've got LeBron James and Anthony Davis try to beat me four times in seven games. That's their best chance. That LeBron James, while he's not LeBron James from five years ago, is still one of the best players in the league. Anthony Davis can be one of the best players in the league. We've seen them when they're clicking together. Yeah. They're really hard to beat. Now, we haven't seen it in a while, but it's in there. We know it's in there. That's their best case scenario right now. All of this other stuff is just chit-chat. It's just noise. Because it doesn't look good. It hasn't mm-hmm. looked good. Mm-hmm. The best case scenario is I got LeBron and AD has been great at times. That's what, that's what that's the life jacket right now. All right, let, let's do this when we come back. Phone number is 877-710-ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. All right, the Santa Slee days are getting uh, thin. We're getting close to the end of the line, which means if you want to It's critical win, right now. Critical. You need to get in and listen to us all day, listen to Mason in Ireland all day, listen to Sedano and Cap all day. We have our winner today, and this is perfect. Santa Barbara, Al. Okay. We got our winner from Santa Barbara. Antonio right. is our winner. Antonio, congratulations. Thank you, Travis. Go- love- Give me some of that Santa Barbara love. Absolutely. You know we love you, too. Thank Absolutely. You, Thank Antonio, what's your last name? Sedmenio. Say it again. I'm sorry. Sedmenio. All right. So, Antonio, you knew, yeah. you know the drill. You need to pick our box, Mason and Ireland, or Sedano and Cap. Which one are you going with? We're going to go with, with, come on, with you guys, man. Come on. It's we're picking you guys. Right, right on. Good job, right Antonio. Oh, there it is. There it is. <laughs> Antonio, what do you think, buddy? Thank you so much. <laughs> oh, that's awesome, Antonio. That's awesome. Hey, we we appreciate you tuning in. How cool is that? You'll be at the uh, Lakers Nets game this Saturday on Christmas. Uh, thank you for tuning in. We appreciate it. All right, bud. Thank you. So pumped. I'm, go- <laughs> I'm awesome. happy for you, Antonio. I hear good some job. people cheering in the that's background. That's awesome. It's a pretty good prize, Al. Yeah, that is great. That is a pretty good prize, Antonio from Santa Barbara, Nets and Lakers. That made my day. That was awesome. It made my day. That was literally that so great. That was really cool. Is there anything that's better than seeing someone else really, excited, really enjoy about and be something? excited about something? It just I'm I'm gonna get 
emotional here in a second. I'm I'm so happy he won. No, that, that, that was cool because whoever great. who he was in the car with, by the way, yeah, yeah, you could tell. Like, there's all these are awesome prizes, and the promotion that we do here, it's a it's a really cool promotion. We got to see, I got to see over the weekend. All those that won the Jimmy Kimmel sure. Jimmy Kimmel Bowl. So you're at SoFi Stadium. They're putting up videos like how cool. Maybe they've never been to SoFi before. This one is this one stands out. Lakers in the Nets. It's on Christmas. The tradition of Lakers playing on Christmas. The first day of Crypto.com Arena. That's right. Well, you and I have talked about it too. Yep. That going to the Laker game on Christmas is really fun. Yep. If you've never done it, and it's you're going to have a great time. No, it's, it's special. Just, That's it, it. Really is. It's a very cool day. What do they say? That's always when the NBA season starts. That's, right. That's the unofficial opening yeah. day of the NBA season. Let's try a phone call here. Dr Pepper called in line. <clears throat> Excuse me, Irvine and Ray. Ray, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's up? Yeah, you know, this, this far the Lakers season is is basically a bust. But when you look at COVID, COVID's undefeated, and we we are the bubble champions. So if we can just keep it together. Who knows? We might end up in another bubble or this far, but you can't. And also the NFL, you can't not discount what this what this COVID is doing and the health and safety protocols, and it definitely impacts what's going to happen. So, I mean, anything can happen at this point. Ray, appreciate you calling in. Um, you know, you and I were talking about this last week that the winner this year in the NFL could very well be a team that um, they went up against a squad that their quarterback got health and safety protocols and their quarterback wasn't available in the playoffs that this season the difference in the nfl and the only reason why i don't mention the nba on this one yet is because there's a long way to go yeah till you get to the actual postseason yeah but the nfl look you could have a quarterback out in the first round or a big time wide receiver or something along those lines that's in health and safety protocols and that's the difference of what team moved on and what team didn't move on. So Ray's got a fair point that anything can happen. I think what he's trying to say about the Lakers is – Might my re-bubble? I don't, I don't, I don't think that would highly unlikely. No, I don't think, I don't think the players would go for no, it. I, I, I really don't think they would do it. I think I think that was much more difficult on the players than any of us really realize. Yeah, and, and again, I, I don't think anybody is – any player is signing up to go back into one of those uh, predicaments again. Let's try another one. Malibu, Scott. Scott, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's up? Hey, Scott. Scott, go ahead, buddy. Hey, how you guys doing? I just wanted to say, you know, when they signed Russell Westbrook, or when they traded for him, the season was done. That guy does not fit with the Lakers, and the person who should get fired is Rob Lenka. I can't even watch him there. So unwatchable. That's all I got. Appreciate it, Scott. Thanks for calling in. You know what's funny, Trav? Listen. There's a lot of Laker fans that feel that way right now. What the hell happened? Wait a minute. We're supposed to walk into this season. This is supposed to be the team that's going up against. Uh, let, let's look as an example. Before the year started, Michael and I in the pregame show, I'm mm-hmm. like, hey, where do you think this team will be? One of those one of those teams were the Warriors. And we both thought they'll hover around 500. But when Clay comes back, this could be a really good team. Yeah. They got off to the start they did. Clay's <laughs> not even back yet. It's kind of like the Lakers – playing the role of what we thought the Warriors were yeah, going to be in the, in the beginning of the season, it, and the Warriors playing the role the Lakers look, are. This doesn't happen in the NBA a lot, right? This happens in baseball, where a team you think is going to be good isn't, 
and a team that you think is going to stink is actually pretty good. Yeah. It happens in football occasionally mm-hmm. where you think, you know, this team is going to be pretty good and they just they're 6 and 10 or I guess it'll be 6 and 11 now. And a team that you think is for instance, Indianapolis this year coming through the first 5 6 weeks is in. They're not any good. Mm-hmm. They might win their division. That this stuff kind of comes out of nowhere sometimes. It doesn't in the NBA. And the Warriors True, it's the, much more predictable. It, it's very yeah. predictable that if you said at the beginning of 95% of the NBA seasons, give me the teams in the Final Four. The odds of you getting all four are decent. The odds of you getting at least two or three are really, really good. That's just how the NBA goes, right? This is the Warriors, I think, are an extreme outlier. But when you look at Steph, Draymond still does some things. They yep. made some really good draft picks. They got Andre Godala back, mm-hmm. and Clay is coming back. The Suns are right with the the Lakers are the flip of the Warriors. You're exactly right that this this should be much better than it is. That it wasn't championship quality isn't a huge surprise to me, but that it's bad really is. I I didn't think people. It's funny how I get to you were right. You were right. I I really wasn't. What I was right about is that the fit hasn't been great. But I didn't think this was a 500 team. Mm-hmm. I thought that this team, on worst case scenario, was a Western Conference Finals participant mm-hmm. at worst. And they're, like you said, they're going into a period of time where AD is going to miss at least four weeks and, and almost certainly longer than that. They could be barely on the cusp of that 8, 9, 10 range. That's that that was never in the cards. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear Hotline. How tough is it to watch this game yesterday? We're looking at high spectrums on right now. Here's Alex Caruso. Ugh. Nice pass. Okay. Alex Caruso doing all the small things. Alex Caruso, 17 points. How tough is it to see? I, it's still so weird for me to see Alex Caruso in this red jersey. I'm like, what the hell is he doing in that jersey? First of all, the Bulls should wear white at home. I hate that the NBA has flipped. It drives me insane, but go ahead. Okay, so other than the jersey thing, <laughs> the fact it's that a pet peeve. the fact that AC is contributing to a team second best record in the Eastern Conference, the only reason why they're actually not better, and I'm not telling you Chicago is going to go represent the East because I don't think they're going to. The only reason why they're, why they're not better is because they've had a lot of guys and they're key guys in the health and safety protocols. But with all that being said, and you see, what are the Lakers missing this year? You know what they're missing? A couple no-names, guys that aren't Hall of Famers, guys that are um, doing the small little things that are not paying attention to all-star Play hard games. And fast. Just that's Play such a that's such a key thing fast. that's missing for the Lakers, and we've already got to see the Lakers and the Bulls twice this year before the calendar year, which doesn't usually happen. You you know you play them. You saw Alex Caruso twice. He's incredibly effective for the Bulls, and he's not on the Lakers. I was wrong about Alex Caruso. Full full stop, I was wrong. I thought they would be able to replace him and not just be able to – I thought, and guys, come on, stop. I, I get I get why you like him. He, he plays hard. He plays fast. He's bald. You know, all, all of the things. I, I get it. I get it. But they're going to be able to find – they're going to be able to replace what he does. He's a good player. Wrong. Yeah, he's a good player. Wrong. Mm-hmm. He is – he's not the gritty little guy that takes charges and tries real hard. He's a good NBA mm-hmm. player. Mm-hmm. A really good NBA player. And they miss him desperately. And you need guys – and look, I, I don't need to tell Laker fans. You need players like that. Yes. Like you, when you win a championship or you're competing for a championship, every team has those guys. Um, and Put the Lakers right now, they're kind of looking at, well, can Austin Reeves be that guy? Could Malik Monk be that guy? Like they're they're looking at other players hoping that they could have a shell of what Caruso was for the Lakers. I'll put it, try it another way. If Alex Caruso was on this Laker team this season, he'd be mm-hmm. playing 35 minutes a night. He, he would be yeah, playing right about a that. 
ton You're of right minutes, important minutes. He'd be on the floor at the end of every close game. He would might, might be in the starting lineup. He might not, but he would be playing big, big minutes on this team, and they desperately miss him. All right, we got uh, the dump coming up next. By the way, I put out a poll. Which one's more impressive? Kobe dropping 62 and three quarters against the Mavericks or Kobe just putting up 81 points 32 days later against the Toronto Raptors. There so, are no wrong answers. There, there are no wrong way. answers. <laughs> All that coming up next day right here. Travis and Sleeve Show, 710 ESPN. Don't get me wrong. I am uh, thrilled that Taylor is here today, but we, we need we need to get to the dump here because this is a, this is a day where Funches needs to be in this chair. So let's go to the dump. Dump. <laughs> Here it is. Taylor, I love you. I like having you on the show. But today should be a fun day because 47 years ago, yeah. Godfather 2 debuted. Right? So we finally got Funch to watch Godfather 1 with 50 years after yep. it came out. Yep. How long would it take to get him on the Godfather 2 bandwagon? This is one that will never win this battle. We'll never win this battle. He's not even showing up to the – you know, we asked, hey, listen – you don't have to buy the timeshare, but can you just show up to the presentation? He's not <laughs> coming to the presentation. We give you a free weekend. We give you the free hotel stay. He wants nothing. Yeah, but it includes golf. You know what? I'm going to go golf at uh, a course next to my house. Yeah, but it includes dinner. <laughs> I'm making dinner that night. <laughs> nothing you can do. I'm a member of a club. I don't need your free golf. To get him to Godfather too. I don't know why somebody was so resistant on something that's universally liked. Like, I get and it. And then it was a straight-up chore even for us to ask him about it. He's like, yeah, yeah, I got it. I saw it. Today is National Sangria Day. Are you a sangria guy? No. Neither am I. Anybody, Emily, are you a, a sangria person? I love sangria. Do I've had really? bad experiences with sangria, but Like I bad love experiences, sangria. then you had too much of it? Yeah, a little uh, too much. I liked it a little too much. <laughs> yeah, well, it's too sweet, right? Like, I like wine. I like fruit, yeah. but I don't want it's very, fruit it's in very, my wine. Very, it's just, very sweet. Yeah. I feel fancy when I eat it. That's what it, I drink it's it. It's pretty. I mean. Don't get like I, I do. Look, we've we've discussed how much I like the ritual of a cocktail as much as anything else. I like the glass. I like the garnish. I like I like all that stuff. But it just it's like drinking Kool-Aid with alcohol it has, and it just is a killer. It has its people, right? Like it's the type of drink that it's got its uh, it's got its market. And for a lot of other people, it's not their drink of choice. You're not going to see me say, hey, a couple sangrias here, huh? Me and my buddy. You're not a tequila guy, right? Have we gone over that? I don't care for it, no. Okay, so I got a, a tequila on the rocks with lime or a sangria. Which one are you picking up? Easy, actually. Really? I think I'll do the tequila on the li- tequila <laughs> yeah, with think, lime on the rocks. I think sangria is at the bottom of the list. Well, but the f- lots of our so fruit sweet. is so nice. And you have the fruit with a little get bit you of alcohol a bowl in of fruit. it. Have- I'll get you a bowl of fruit. Don't worry. <laughs> no, it tastes good. It, Get some. it doesn't though. That's the whole thing. Like I'm with you. The like, taste isn't awful. It, it's not bad. There's a lot of other drinks that taste sweet. worse, but the problem is it's just so freaking sweet. Yeah, I, I oranges are great. Grapes. What else yep. are we throwing in sangria? I, I, oranges and grapes seem to be the things I see in there more peach, often. Peach, lemon, peach, peach. Yeah, there's a lot yeah. of peach in there too. Yeah. Now you, you you can have that. Uh, Scream. Speaking of movies, Scream came out 25 years ago today. Okay. You know you do this. You want to feel old. None of those hit me. None of those I pay attention to. You mean hit you as in you saw them or you just didn't care for them? No, you know how you say, um, uh, don't you feel old? This came out X amount of years ago. I don't know why, and I did not look at this rundown for the dump. Scream 25 years ago, that makes me feel old. Really? Yes. Why that one? Well, I I remember it 
like it was yesterday because it was Courtney a Cox, really, really Campbell, good movie at the Drew time. Barrymore. Right? There's a lot going on in that movie. Fantastic movie. <laughs> very, very interesting. So incredibly unrealistic where she's trying to get out of the garage and all of a sudden the garage door <laughs> goes all the way up and I think snaps her yeah. neck or something along those lines. But it was a really good film and I, I just remember it. High school early in high school that that one that one hits me i don't like horror movies like as a genre it's not really my thing but i yeah. did like those like yeah, that, that, one that was, movie I, I really did it was like. creative a little demented you kind of didn't know okay who's the other killer kind of inside on the joke too like the whole horror they were aware that they were living a horror movie i don't know it yeah just, plus courtney cox so how bad could it be i'm in for that I'll, we could go back to dancing in the dark video with bruce springsteen i'm still i'm still a fan of that that seems like a 25 a good way years to do ago it. that was 25 years ago the new Spider-Man movie, oh, No Way Home. Do you want to know the uh, the poll I put out so yeah. for Kobe's? So basically, which one was more impressive from Kobe? 62 points through three quarters versus the Mavs or 81 points versus the Raptors? I think this is closer than I thought. 56% went with 81 points versus the Raptors. Sounds about right to me. I'm actually, I like that almost 44% yeah. are sitting with the 62 through yeah, three quarters. Laker fans are not even, they're sophisticated. They understand things, right? They, they understand how bonkers 62 through, and, and they understand the how backstory. Unique. Well, yep. and, and they get the backstory. It's not just that he had 62 and three quarters and, you know, got, got sick and had to leave the game. He said, nah, I'm good. I'll do it when we need it. Want me to play with these scrubs? Yeah, that, it's that's what makes that one equitable. And that's Dirk. That's the Jason Terry Mavs. Yeah, good team. Yeah, and it was in the middle of one of the all-time great heaters that you're ever going to see. He he was what was it forty in a row? How many, you may know this. How many games in a row did he score forty plus? Um, it was something like eight or nine, right? Yeah, I don't know if it got to ten. I can't remember off the top of my it head. It was close to ten, and I remember just every and he was single-handedly winning them games through that streak. You would. I remember the 60, and then you go back. We talked about a month later, he got the 81. I remember people calling me, calling me, not mm -hmm. even like texting yeah, and, and yeah. whatnot. It was like, are you watching this? Are you seeing what he's doing tonight? Are you, he's got 50, he's got 60 that it was just took off like wildfire long before all the texting had really blown. Okay, up. let me throw one more in. You got those two games, and then you got his final game of his career where he dropped 60. So now 20 years in, I'm biased. in the final game of your career, in the last one, I'm bowing to the crowd at Staples and everybody who's followed me for 20 years. Let me drop you a quick 60, drop the microphone. Everybody have a fantastic evening. I'm terribly biased. That one to me is the best because I got to see it in person. Mm. You know what I mean? So I, I, I can't even answer it objectively because I was there. I got to see, it was just so crazy. So crazy. I did a thing for Channel 5 over yeah. the week we recorded, and your favorite Staples Center memory, that was it for me. Because you remember, he got off to a terrible start yeah. in that game. Yep. And then, oh, okay, he's going to get to 20. We're good. Hey, he might get 30, 40, 50, 60. Stupid. It was just Stupid. nuts. Just Stupid. absolute nuts. I know people, by the way, that had tickets. I can't remember if they had tickets or they were at the game against the Raptors and left at halftime. Big mistake. Eh, nobody bats a thousand. You're gonna make, you're gonna make them a couple of mistakes Ooh. along the way. How do people find the pods? So? All right, ESPN app or on iTunes. Catch the full uh, full three hours, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. You could catch it on the podcast if you don't catch it live. What do you think about me slowly morphing into Wolfman Jack over the last hour? Are you into big that? fan. <laughs> we'll see. Big fan. How it sounds on the Rams tomorrow. Mason and Ireland coming up next. We'll see you tomorrow, 10 a.m.